welcome to Enlighten Up, the Hilarity podcast with Lizzie Allen and Karina Lauren. We take hard topics, throw them up in the air, and dissolve them with laughter. Each week, we feature a comedian from the Hilarity course, and we discuss topics from their set, from sexual shame to getting older. We tackle it all with humor and heart. Our goal is to awaken the masses, promote love, and increase connection by dissolving shame, all while making you laugh until you pee your pants. So let's enlighten up and get started. Welcome everyone to episode six of Enlighten Up. Enlighten Up. I've been working on a jingle. Have you? Yeah. Is it the I'm jing- always working on a jingle. Is it the same jingle that you... Because you've put the same d- different words to the same tune for a lot of your jingles. Yeah, because it's so good. The tune is so good. It's Go like, then. plant city, plant, plant city. That's the jingle. Enlighten up, enlighten. It's too hard. We have too many syllables in our... Okay, so you haven't really been working <laughs> on... <laughs> you haven't been working on it, have you? When I say work... If I ever say I've been working on something, this is just a little hot tip for you inside my mind. It means... That- while I'm doing dishes, I'm thinking about it. That's working on it. I thought you were going to say, when I say I'm working on it, it means I just thought of it. <laughs> this is probably why I haven't like really made it in an entertainment career, because working on it just means I've thought about it while doing dishes. <laughs> is there harder work to be done to have an entertainment career? I'm going to say yes, because our comedian du jour... Siobhan, I think, proves. Oh, I like that. You just turned the soup du jour into our comedian of the day. Yeah. Comedian du jour. The comedian du jour is Siobhan. Siobhan. Siobhan, Siobhan, Siobhan. You're right, Siobhan. Yes, you are. You're right, Siobhan. Yes, yes, you are. You're (laughs) right, Siobhan. So Siobhan is a really interesting character. She came onto the hilarity scene and immediately became a stalker of mine. True fact. (laughs) True fact. Uh, One of the early stalkers of Lizzie Allen. She won't be the last, I'll be bound. And then she was just very persistent, followed me everywhere, turned up where I was. It was quite frightening at times. Looking out the window. (laughs) You're right, Siobhan. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that at the window? Oh, God. Pop disappears into the bush. (laughs) (laughs) Big curly hair. Big curly, um, fiery hair. Yeah. So Siobhan is going to do the set today. We won't say any more about it, but we're going to talk afterwards because, you know, the stuff that she went straight to the meat and potatoes of of the shame. I was really impressed, actually. Yeah. Because it's the shame that I hold, but we'll get to that. I don't want to give too much away. Um, I just want to update you, dear friend. I finished my book proposal. Hallelujah. Uh, The cardboard uh, has come to its fullest fruition. uh, uh, I've still got all the cardboard. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep the cardboard forever. Forever. And the reason is, is because I've got my whole entire book storyboarded on a massive folding piece of cardboard. And I like the visuals when I'm writing the chapters. Mm, Yeah. So I am going to be living in Cardboard City for the for the duration of the rest of this year. Yeah, so basically you took Cardboard City and you boiled it down to its truest essence. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is where we take cocaine into crack. I've heard. Okay, I don't know. But you do know. You've seen the movies. I do know, but I've heard. <laughs> you you essentially boiled it down to its purest form, and that's the book proposal. Yeah. So have you you've submitted it? I've submitted it, yes, to one publisher. And at this point in the game, Karina, I do not have a literary agent, a manager, or any type of professional who can spokesperson for me. (laughs) (laughs) So what I've decided to do, instead of going on a big old hunt, I've decided to let go and just hand it over to the universe and see if anything turns up. Yeah, I love it. See what happens. Because I'm not in a rush. You're on you're on universe time. I'm on I'm on divine timing. Thank mm. you very much. Yeah. I see it already. Yeah. I'm so excited. Thank you. It feels very solid. It feels very solid because I can see it and thought forms are solid. So if I can feel it and see it and believe it and have it, I can hold it. Yeah. Well I all I know is I have chills in my arms, which means no. it's it's happened. It's oh happened. If none of you knew this about Karina, you should probably know this. She has dreams, prophetic dreams. And when we had a group session together with our other friend, Ellen, we love you, Ellen. We had a group psychic session and the psychic medium said, no word of a lie, that we had to listen to Karina's dreams because she had prophetic dreams. Yeah. I mean, that's just true. Last night I dreamt about rabbits lots of rabbits and I don't know what it means but they were so cute so I don't know we did the comedy festival the other night let's just mention that the comedy buskers white rock comedy and buskers festival here and we were the opening show hilarity you were the MC slash you, magician yes you brought out your new magician your magic tricks uh-huh. yeah. you know is there any end Karina is there any end to what you can do as a performer we've seen you're in a band you're a comedian, you're a podcaster, you're now a magician. A magician. Yeah, add Come that to on. the list. I'm so, I am actually having goosebumps right now. <laughs> it's all happening. Oh my God. It's I'm all happening. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. I, I, there's a lot of very exciting energy, folks. So if you've been a lot with us for the ride, I will say, like, not only did we open, as Lizzie just said, for the White Rock Comedy Buskers Festival, Hilarity won and a, a very prestigious award this week. Oh the same God. night. I know, and I just forgot about that until yeah. you said that. The, the South Surrey White Rock Chamber, Chamber of, Commerce, of Commerce Supporter of the Arts Business of the Year. Oh, beautiful. I know, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Such, and it was lovely. And Elaine, my partner, was over there at the awards ceremony, collecting the award and giving a rousing speech (laughs) while we were across the city doing an amazing comedy show. And it really was an amazing show. We had five performers. You've already heard Ryan was there. Kay was there. Siobhan, you're going to hear her now. Um, Kate. Kate. Kate, who you'll hear eventually. And, uh, and Siobhan has to be said because we're, we're highlighting her today. She went on to an open mic competition that same night, and she won. She won. And so she'll be performing twice tonight at another show at this comedy festival, because you're listening to this, obviously, at a different date, because we, we're so prepared and organized. We, we get this done way ahead of schedule, but it doesn't matter. All you need to know, in 2023, Siobhan won. won. 
one. Oh, and Shulamite was there as well. I want to say Shulamite is our youngest member of Hilarapy. She's from South Africa. She's 20 years old and she's just like ripping it up on stage. She was so good. You're going to hear her soon as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a great night. Um, and I'm excited for all the exciting things that are already happening yeah. in the universe. And we're just started, we're realizing them. Boom. Oh, yeah. We're Boom. just in the vortex, aren't we? Yeah, like, totally. literally. I feel like it, you and I, it's blurred all around Karina, listeners. It's blurred. All I can see is her beautiful shining light. She's just such a superstar. And it's not even sunny outside. I'm so, so. excited. <laughs> I, have I had too much caffeine? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's it's up in the air. Okay, well, shall we kick it off with Siobhan? Yeah, let's do it. You're this. right, Siobhan. You're right, Siobhan. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Siobhan. Hello, everybody. Wow. There is nothing... There's nothing quite like uh, waiting the whole show to perform. And not just the second show, but the whole first show, too. And uh, so here I am. So I'm going to put my notes out. There's only about 16 pages because I have my contacts in and I can't really read anything. Uh, so I'm really probably putting these up for no reason at all because I won't really even need them. Uh, so thank you very much. It's great to be here. As Lizzie said, uh, I have been here, ironically enough, uh, December uh, 10th, 2020. Uh, I was doing stand-up for Hilarapy in a recovery home in Abbotsford. And then December 2021, uh, pandemic times, yeah. And uh, I actually did this exact set uh, online from the comfort of my living room with a Zoom audience of about 20 on mute. <laughs> so I'm going on. I don't know if people are laughing. I don't know if it's funny. I'm like, yeah, I really rocked that one. <laughs> I didn't know if I did or not. So welcome. It's great to be here. Uh, as Lizzie said, my name is uh, Siobhan. Uh, and I was that kid with the funny hair and the funny name. Uh, Siobhan is an Irish name with lots of consonants and a silent B. <laughs> and uh, it means in Ireland that you are going to have to explain this name for the rest of your life. Uh, I was born in Nova Scotia. Woo! Thank you very much. Uh, I was born in Nova Scotia to a Cape Bretoner and a Newfoundlander. Yeah. I've got all the provinces covered. Um, uh, there was a big kitchen party when I was being born. Oh, I could smell the smell of beer and boiled dinner as I was coming out of the womb. <laughs> but then my mother got a cream for that and it went away. <laughs> that one always takes a minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah, there it is. Um, so I'm going to take you back. We're going to go back to 1977 when I am 11 years old. And uh, this story has a little bit of shame involved, and that's why I brought it to Hilarapy, so I could work through this shame. You know, Lizzie says we have to, uh, we walk to our shame. Uh, I ran to my shame, and then I kicked it, and then I stamped it, and then I, I picked it back up because I felt 
like day one of Hilarapy. <laughs> so the year is 1977. I'm 11 years old, and I'm waiting at the bus stop with my friend Stephen. And we're waiting for the bus by ourselves, and he says, hey, Siobhan, I challenge you to climb up this bus stop pole. Let's see who can do it the fastest. So I'm looking at my little friend, Steven, I'm 11. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I can take him on, sure. So I say, sure. So up he races up the bus stop pole and jumps back down and I'm like, oh, I got this, no problem. My 11-year-old legs and arms, I start to climb up this bus stop pole and suddenly a funny feeling starts happening in my tummy and I jump off. And I say to Stephen, did you just feel something funny in your stomach? And he said, yes. And I said, I did too, let's do it again. And so we did, and it happened to me again. But it didn't happen to him. Now, if I had had Google back then, I might have Googled funny feeling in tummy when climbing a pole. <laughs> And I would have discovered that I had just experienced a corgasm. Now, a corgasm is an exercised induced orgasm. Yeah, wow is right, wow is right. Now, wouldn't you think that that would be the number one reason for anyone to exercise? <laughs> Now, I was blessed. I had a bus stop right outside of my house. <laughs> yeah. I was cursed. I had a bus stop right outside of my house. You know, one cannot keep climbing public bus stop signs. Well, at least that's what the cops told me anyway, so. So I had to take it indoors. We had a lovely red, two by four painted red banister going down into our basement. And I thought, I bet you I could climb that. <laughs> so one day I'm, I'm home alone by myself. Yeah, I'm 11, it's 1977. I mean, I think that that happened. So I go downstairs and I'm eyeing up this banister and I'm like, okay, okay. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I know I can, I know I can, I know I can. And I did. <laughs> now, I still had no idea what was going on in my body, but suddenly I was craving Popeye cigarettes. <laughs> so one day, my sister was doing her homework, my mother was downstairs doing the laundry, and I was on the railing <laughs> doing myself. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know. And my mother turns around, Siobhan Coates, what are you doing? Well, she liked her laundry with a little side of rum and coke, and I said, well, why mommy, I'm just making my tummy happy. Now, had I known it was a corgasm, I could have told her I was exercising. <laughs> she said, now get off that railing, railing. You go up to your room and you never do that again. Well, now, you would think 
that that might be the opportunity to open the door to maybe the sex talk, to maybe a biology thing. Like, that's not indigestion in your stomach, honey. That's something else happening. But no, there was no discussion like that. And instead, it was the beginning of shame and humiliation and embarrassment. And then, once I knew what it was, then that added another whole level of shame and embarrassment and lying. And, you know, shame and lying go hand in hand. Although I wouldn't start using my hand until much later. (laughs) You know, single-story houses were a problem. I I started to carry around my own personal lubricant, can of lemon-scented pledge. (laughs) You know, I had a joke about it being so shiny I could see my face in it, but that was just awkward. (sighs) So things started to get... uh, uh, a little crazy when I went to these single-story houses. I'd start to eye up, uh, you know, the fridge. Huh. I wonder. A little, I don't know. It's kind of wide, kind of got a, a, an edge to it. <laughs> Might not work. Oh, what about the closet door? Like, not really my type, but, you know, I could give it a try. <laughs> Except Grandma kept walking by going, I don't know what's wrong with this door. It keeps coming off of its hinges. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. Oh, my. You know, things at home started to get a little personal. I would, uh, I would go down to, uh, I would go downstairs to Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Johnny. You ready? You ready for me, Johnny? Big boy? Big boy? You ready for mama? He was always ready. God, he was hard. (laughs) Oh, my. Well, you know, the happy ending to this whole story, and there are a couple of happy endings. Uh, The first one is I kicked my shame to the curb regarding sexual shame and uh, everything that goes around with pleasuring ourselves and masturbation. See, I even, it took me my whole set to even say the word masturbation. (laughs) The second half, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. The second thing that happened, I don't know if this is really a happy ending, is people seem compelled, once I tell my story, to start telling me their masturbation stories. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was in my room, and I had, like, a hairbrush, and... Yeah, no, I I don't want to hear it. Thank you. And... (laughs) I can tell my masturbation story. You can't tell me yours. Uh, And the... Third, and I have a gift for you all, is that I have a free membership to each and every one of you for my new gym, Corgasm Flow with Siobhan. And you get a membership, and you get a membership, and you get a membership. That's it. That's my time, friends. Thank you so much for coming out. Right?
All right. Well done, Siobhan. Siobhan, everybody. Siobhan. Siobhan, the bravest and most courageous comedian that I know, going right into the heart of her shame. As she said, she doesn't she doesn't walk there. She runs. That was direct. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was direct because I personally have so much shame. I felt like she was sticking a knife into me. I know. It's like, I'm going to go right to the heart of the shame and I'm going to stick the knife in there and then it's going to stay there and you're going to listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if you were at the show like you and I were, we were at the show. I mean, that's an experience, isn't it? Because when someone brings a subject like that up, I am faced with my own shame and it's immediate. And I'm like, there's that big part of me, that sort of conditioned part of me that wanted to go, shh, shh, Siobhan, not. Don't, you can't say things like that, right? Yeah. You can't, but but listening to it like now, it's kind of like I've moved through something as well, hearing it a second time. And now I'm starting to laugh more. Whereas before, when I first heard it, I was kind of holding on to a sort of cringy part of me that, because that is what shame does. It's, it's a threatening, you know, it threatens to derail us in some way. And that's why like, you know, when that is a, such a strong subject. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because, uh, you know, Lizzie and I have spoken before about how we're both in long-term, I don't don't know if it's long-term, what's long-term recovery? Long-term recovery is a choice to carry on. Right? Okay, so we're both in long-term recovery, and we have definitely, through that, faced a lot of shame head-on, and there's a lot that I could go, oh, I've, you know, I've faced that, that's gone, I've faced that, that's, that's dissipated. But you're absolutely right. When Siobhan went on stage or even when she was practicing that set, I was like, why are we talking about this? This is like, there's no way I would get up on stage and talk about that. I can't even imagine. But that's what I love about her. She goes up there. She talks about this stuff and she's so almost, it feels like whatever about it, but I know it's not whatever because I know she had to go through a journey to get there. And that's why I said she works hard mm. and every time she comes with a new uh you know bit mm-hmm. i can tell she's moved something mm-hmm. to get there yeah there's a lot of courage in what she just did on that she like the the courage was holding a space or creating a space for us to masturbate <laughs> Uh, well, yes, to, to at least freely <laughs> with hairbrushes. No, and that thing with <laughs> or or any kind of the fridge. Oh the my fridge. god, the fridge! I'm eyeing up the fridge. fridge. <laughs> I've never, I have to say, I've never eyed up a fridge. But yeah. that's but that's what I think is interesting. Is I hear this and I go, you know. It's an area I didn't don't want to look at, but I think by looking at it, we could be free. I could be free, right? Yeah. And my one of my things in life is like I want to be free from bondage of self. Mm. And in order to be free from bondage of self, you have to look at all the areas you're in bondage. So I just think that's a really it's a really beautiful thing that she's done that maybe she's not intending to do for others, mm. but there is something of about it and maybe for some it just opens the door a creek like you know I feel really uncomfortable listening to this why do I feel uncomfortable listening to this and for anyone on a personal growth journey it's worth exploring that question think of the freedom sexual freedom we could be having a sexual <gasps> revolution here right now that fills me with so much anxiety <laughs> You go, well, you know, know, traditionally, I have 
been very repressed sexually. I felt so much of a mask and I have felt in so much of a presentation or a performance because I was so much in my head around it. I felt I always had so much to manage in terms of my shame. Mm, interesting. And I've heard someone say like we're spiritual beings and we're sexual beings. Like we're meant to express sexually. That's kind of we're made that way. The masturbation topic, I'm like that's off the table. Like, I almost don't even feel comfortable. Same same as you. Like, there's a real, oh, no, I don't want to, I wouldn't talk about that with anybody. But there's something in that because in order to be truly expressive and free, it's like, you got to go, yeah, I'm, I'm sexual. I'm a sexual being. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people who are totally comfortable talk women talking about it. And I feel a bit like, uh, why are we talking about this? Right. But if we were just talking about sex with another human being, I'd be comfortable talking about mm. it. No problem. So there's something there, isn't there? There's a, there's a, uh, there's a guilty pleasure. It's guilty. Rule. There's a rule of like, right. it's wrong. That's the, yeah, but does it feel wrong? I mean, we're going to do this now. We're going to do it. Yeah. Right. Does it feel wrong to masturbate or does it feel wrong to talk about it? Both. Really? Like, yeah. I've been, kind of getting over it but I will say there's something there's a voice in my head that still is like you should feel shame oh absolutely because I never experienced being shamed for masturbation not that (laughs) I was not that anyone did though no but here's the but some people do like Siobhan you know she experienced her mum yeah seeing yeah seeing that she had some relationship with Johnny and then shaming her right yeah and I don't think I was I don't think I was necessarily shamed but what I did pick up I think I absorbed my mother's shame around her relationship with the parts of the body that were sexual and that she wouldn't say like if we if she was like I was in the bath and we were having a she was you know instructing me to wash my hoo-ha she wouldn't even say a word or she wouldn't even say a word it would be like a sort of pointing and a sort of like wash your yeah, but but without without the confident face, more of this sort of awkward, and you know, it's more like so. It was covertly implied that that was something that we don't we can't talk about. We it. can't even talk about it. I can't even look right now, and you know, it's like all of it. It was, and it's not. I've just got these sort of flashes of memory of just thinking when I try to think back to how. I observed or how I experienced, you know, because we're sexual beings, like children become at some point before they're even sexualized. Yeah. Because there's a difference between kind of finding out that your body gives you pleasure if you touch it in a certain way. And then the sexualized piece, which is a different kind of thing. Well, there's a difference between finding out about your body as a child and then moving into a sexualized being. Yeah. And, and then the shame is at what point do, do we kind of wake up and go, oh, I'm not supposed to yeah. feel good about my body. Oh, that's disgusting. That's sinful. That's all yes. those things. And Siobhan has just gone, I'm going to take a freaking knife and stab that shame in the eye. Literally, yeah. And then share it all with us. And hilariously, her lashback is that people come up to her and tell her about their masturbation <laughs> stories. Yeah, but it actually you bring up such a good point because sometimes too, I think like nobody said this is shameful, that's gross, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I just think there's a societal or a, a mass consciousness belief 
around something. And actually, if you look, if you ever do research, because I have, I don't know why. I do not. I've looked back <laughs> on the history of masturbation. It was very brutalized. Like, if you were caught masturbating, they were like, you're insane. Like, people got, it was criminalized, oh, basically. Yeah. And women who would go hysterical, like, well, they were always committing women for going hysterical. They would literally, straight jackets were invented so that you couldn't masturbate. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, because they thought because you're doing that, that's why you're insane. Oh, uh, that's right. What's making it. That's the cause of yeah. your madness. That is the cause of your madness. So I, sometimes I think no one had to say anything. There's just a, there's a, a weird sort of mass consciousness belief around it that just needs to be faced and uh, debunked. Yeah, br- bring it's the light true. to it. We're doing it right now. Doing it right now. You you're know welcome. I'm going to go you're home so and masturbate welcome. tonight. I'm just <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Did we just go there? <laughs> <laughs> the way she did, the way she said that, and then just looked like, oh, what have I done? Lizzie thinks I'm going to go and masturbate tonight. And so do I know. I know. Like, I canceled. My face is like so red right now. <laughs> I'm getting really warm. Yeah, you want to take your jacket off now? <laughs> Guys, I'm not doing that. Okay. Even if it, hey hey. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine if I do. Okay? Who gives a shit if I do? It's none of your business. Right? Okay? But how about when, when someone says like, oh, you iron up that cucumber? <laughs> oh, my God. We're right? talking about vegetables now. So you can masturbate with a variety of With things. anything, pretty much. I didn't know you could with a fridge. I mean, I did not know. I mean, because, I mean, that's... That's being fucking resourceful. Like... <laughs> expensive dildos people okay yes so, God, the just, banister. Look, just look around will you <laughs> christ's sakes like get get inventive <laughs> okay i have to give a full thank you siobhan me too I, you know i'm over it yeah i think i'm healed. <laughs> I'm healed i have to say you know listening to that listening to that today with you and and kind of like wow you know like kind of remembering how I felt the show and then now feeling like something's dropping like (laughs) not my balls something's dropping (laughs) something's dropping I'm ready I'm ready I'm gonna disappear off into a cupboard no I'm just (laughs) just saying it's uh I feel a bit better about it like I feel a bit like oh like some of those jokes were making me laugh instead of cringe yes absolutely agree Something's moved. It's happened. There's yeah. a shift. So I suggest, if that's your first time hearing that set, why don't you play this episode 10 more times and give us a review? Oh, if you leave a comment, just comment on the thing you used. <laughs> yes! Do that. Please send Pair us... it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Aubergine. <laughs> Back massager. <laughs> Fridge. Fridge. Yeah. A car. Oh. A sports car. One of those yeah, little two nice Ferrari. Yeah. If I had a Ferrari, I might be into that. A Ferrari. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine, imagine the, getting off on a Ferrari? Imagine the footage, the like camera footage. <laughs> <laughs> of you huffing and hunching What's on What's mom doing? <laughs> Do you know I've got a Ferrari saved for your name? A what? In my phone, I've got a picture of a Ferrari saved for your name. Because I think you're a real money maker. That's nice. Yeah, wow. I feel like we're going to make lots of money together. I love it. First, we're wanking on Ferraris, and now we're making lots of money. Making lots of money. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to say wanking. Just... <laughs> that made me 
Are you ashamed? Hey, I was ashamed when I said it. It's de- we destigmatized it. Women can wank, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we should start a band. What, wankers? Wanking women. <laughs> people be lining up to see that. All right, we need to cut right. these people loose. Okay. Right. All right, like, subscribe, comment. Do what you do. Live your life. We love you. We love you. We love you. Love you lots. Take care. Until next time. Dear listeners, we are a two-woman shop here, and this is a little labor of love. So anything you can do to show us some love, our love language is subscribing, sharing on social media, and coming to one of our many shows. And if you're feeling really adventurous, take a course. Don't be afraid of a good time. We love you, we love you, we love you. We're out.